Lord, we thank you and praise you and bless you. Lift up your holy name because you're worthy. Lord, thank you for what you're doing, what you're going to do. Thank you for what you've done, Lord. We praise you. We bless you. We ask you to help get the word to whoever needs it, whenever they need it, Lord. Um, we appreciate you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I, uh, the last Sunday of the year, right after Christmas, had a wonderful Christmas day yesterday with family, and it was just enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. But as I was reading the Christmas story yesterday, there was a part that kind of stood out to me. I mean, it all stands out, but... Um, See if I can find it again here. It's in Luke. Uh, after so chapter two. Okay, so it was after it was talking about, and it came to pass in those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. The census first took place while Cornelius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, days were completed for her to be delivered. And we have the rest of the story, which I won't read because I'll cry. Um, So, (laughs) the... uh, but what got me was there's a couple of things that always kind of stand out to me in that. One, anybody who knows the geographic layout of Israel knows that Nazareth is north of Bethlehem quite a ways. But it says they went up. And that's because Bethlehem is in the hills or is in the mountains. So while they went down towards the south, they went up towards Bethlehem. Um, The other thing is, it's not that far away. I mean, it's only like 20 miles, maybe 25 miles. But it was on foot with a nine and a half month pregnant girl. (laughs) So... I imagine it took a little while. So, you know, Joseph was an interesting person. You know, they estimate that he was probably 30 already. Mary was somewhere between 14 and 16, most likely, because that was just kind of the normal age bracket where they would marry and and such, and, and, you know, a Jewish man didn't usually marry until he was 30, because that was when he had, you know, by then he'd proven himself, and, and Joseph had proven himself, he was a, a carpenter, but, you know, in that place, being a carpenter meant he was also a, a stonemason, um, because at that time, there, and even today, there weren't a whole lot of trees in Israel. So working with wood would have been a little bit of a, you know, they, they made stuff out of wood to show how good they were at what they were doing, but they built things out of stone. 
so um, he was, he would have been both. Being a mason, being a carpenter, he would have been very strong physically. Um, Just because he would have had to have been. And so we, we get a picture of Joseph that they don't, you know, there's no place that really describes Joseph other than the fact that when he found out Mary was pregnant, he was concerned and he didn't want her to be, you know, he didn't he didn't want to cause trouble for her, so he was just going to quietly end things, which speaks to his character, you know. He could have been like one of those guys, like, ah, she cheated on me, stoner, the winch, you know, mm-hmm. and they would have. But, you know, he, he didn't. And, of course, you know, it didn't hurt things that the angel appeared to him. But but he was concerned about it before then because he didn't want to, he what didn't want to cause her trouble. He didn't want to, he was just like, oh, well, you know, maybe she's got somebody else that she really loves. And I don't want to get in the way of that, you know. Because the marriage was probably arranged, you know, a long time ago. You know, he was probably, you know, what, 15, 16 when she was born, and his dad and her dad was like, yeah, 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 this will happen. 20 years from now, 15 years from now, that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And those old Jewish dads do that sometimes. <laughs> uh, but the, uh, but they, uh, you know, Joseph was... A unique man, and the Bible doesn't talk about him a whole lot. But he was—he had to be right up there with, you know, some of the greats in the Bible. Because even if you were cautious, and even with the Lord, you know, with the angel coming to you and saying all the stuff He said to him be hard because you know you're like now i'm sure he had to hold on to that there were probably times when he was like i can't believe that she actually cheated and then no wait the angel appeared to me and said that she didn't do anything wrong that this was just what god did and i have to believe that he i'm sure he had to tell himself that over and over again at times Especially walking 20 miles uphill, you know, we don't know what time of year it was. It was probably in, I'm, I, I would guess, based on, you know, how they do, would do things, it was probably either in summer or after the fall harvest. Because, you know, no governor is going to take his people away from there their crops and cut down on taxes. <laughs> so it would have had to have been after they'd already harvested their crops and, and, and all of that. So in, in Israel, they have two harvest seasons. So it would have either been after the summer harvest, you know, the, or after the, the, the fall harvest, not summer harvest, the, post-winter spring harvest or after the autumn harvest. 
Um, <clears throat> so, and we don't really know which one it was. I, I could probably track it down, maybe, but, but they, you know, so they were tracking. They had to walk. Mary was, you know, great with child, as it says in some places. You know, she would have been. It it probably took them a week to go twenty miles. Yeah, you because know, you wouldn't want to push too hard. I mean, that's you know an average walking speed for a healthy adult that's in you know their twenties is like three miles an hour. So. You know, you could you could say, oh well, that you could just do that in a day. Well, have you ever tried to walk twenty miles in a day? <laughs> I mean, you know, there are people who do it on a regular basis, um, but they had to build up to it, <laughs> and that's all they get done is walking twenty miles a day. You know, it's it there it it takes a while, and it's not you know something you can just keep doing. And I don't know of any or many pregnant women that that could walk twenty miles in a day. There might be some. I've known some pretty tough pregnant women that could do just about anything that they set their mind to. And if they decided that it was necessary, they would do it. But in normal, you know, you, you probably would go two or three miles and, or maybe a tenth of the way. Or maybe, a th- you know, maybe three or four miles. And then go another three or four miles. Not to mention that it wasn't flat. It was uphill. It was rocky. It wasn't like a highway. It wasn't like, you know, a safe path. Joseph was, you know, he was following the law. He was doing what the the governor and what the emperor of Rome had required and dictated. They didn't have any choice. And, you know, so he was taking Mary with him because he didn't, he wasn't going to leave her in, in Nazareth. At that point in time, you know, they really only cared about the the men. So, I mean, the people didn't care about the men, but as far as government and stuff like that, they only really cared about the men. So he could have just gone himself. But he didn't want to leave Mary for the two or three days it would have taken him to to hike to Galilee or to, to Bethlehem and register and come back. And, you know, risk missing the birth of the child. Now, we know that there were prophecies that said that Jesus was going to be born in Bethlehem. And Joseph had probably read those prophecies or heard them read. I mean, certainly had. But he probably wasn't really thinking about that at the time. You know, that's not something that you would, you know. I don't... I. I don't think that he was like, oh, this is the child of God who's going to be, you know, who's prophesied is going to be born. He, he might have been, but it doesn't say anything about that in the Bible. So, the, uh, so, you know, we, we get a picture of Joseph that shows that he was compassionate and that he cared and that he, you know, didn't want to, you know, anything bad to happen to Mary. He wanted to be, you know, a good husband. And then after Jesus was born and he, you know, he left and they went to Egypt. 
because the angel warned him that he wanted to be, you know, he wanted to be a good father. Even though he knew that he wasn't the baby's biological father, he was going to be a good father. He was going to protect him. He was going to, you know, raise him as best he could and teach him. And, and, and at the few places where it talks about Joseph, it talks about his, you can see his character coming through. And as much as we know that Jesus is God incarnate, Joseph's character influenced him. They had to have. Mm-hmm. You know, just like as a father, you your character influences your children. Now, it doesn't set their character because, you know, we've all heard of people that had fathers that were terrible people and they're wonderful people. It's not, not that it's, that it sets their character, but it influences their character. So as a father, you influence your children's character and their character is going to respond to your character and either emulate or negate, (laughs) you know, it's going to be like, Ooh, not going to be like that. Or yes, I want to be exactly like that. And, and that's, that's just what happens. And so I don't know, we just I just wanted to to focus that Joseph is the unsung hero of of the Christmas story. He he really is. We don't hear much about him and he wasn't trying to be a hero. He was just trying to do what was right. He was just trying to take care of Mary, make sure that the baby was safe, make sure that his family was safe, following the law so that they didn't get in trouble. But those are all pretty heroic things to do, particularly when he had every right, according to the law, to walk away mm-hmm. and say, nope, not dealing with that. But his character wouldn't let him. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if, if we look down through the lineage in Matthew, you know, one second. Joseph's lineage is right there because we have the lineage of Jesus and it goes down through I think it goes through Joseph or does it go through Mary? I'm pretty sure it goes through Joseph. Let's see here. Uh, Abraham David 14 Yeah, Jacob begat Joseph, the husband of Mary. So, I mean, Joseph's lineage is all the way, you know, traced back all the way to Abraham in in Matthew chapter 1. And we can, you know, so it wasn't, he had some, you know, of course all the children of Israel had, you know, Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, as, but, you know, and then, yeah, there was Judah, because we knew he was of the house of Judah. And let's see, is there some other people that were, oh, Boaz. You know, we'd, we'd heard about Boaz and Ruth and Jesse, who was King David's father, and David, of course, and uh, Solomon. 
and Jehoshaphat and Uzziah, Hezekiah. Now, I don't know if these are the same Hezekiah. You know, some of these, they reuse some names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there might be different ones, but probably not. Um, there were some pretty Zerubbabel. Mm-hmm. You know, these are all people that we've read about in the Old Testament. And they're the ancestors of Joseph. Mm-hmm. You know, Zerubbabel was, uh, um, oh, what was the name that we go by? Uh, had the 300 men. Was down in the wine pit. Gideon. Gideon. Mm. He was also known as Zerubbabel. So Gideon was one of, and you know, and, and it's kind of funny because several of those people, and I just realized this, several of those people that were named there as having been ancestors, actually, in their stories, the Lord appeared to them, and the scholars say that in that case, when it says the Lord and not the angel of the Lord it actually means that Jesus appeared to them. Because he is, was, is, and will be. And he was, you know, he's the manifest version, you know, part of God. He appeared to them. He appeared to Zerubbabel and spoke to him. He's the one that sat under the tree and waited for him to go butcher a lamb and make lamb stew and bring it back and only to pour it out on the ground. You know, it was, you know, that that was Jesus appearing to one of his ancestors. Hmm. You know, maybe God was shaping the character of Joseph over the 400 years or so before that, or 500 years or 1,000 hmm. years, whatever it was. Um, something to think about. But I want us to focus on Joseph's character. That he was doing his best. Not because he had to, because he didn't have to. I mean, he had to for his heart. You know, his character said you have to. But the law didn't say he had to. Mm -hmm. Common sense didn't say he had to. He could have left Mary in, in, you know, Nazareth just to go register and come back. But he didn't want to do that. Because that was outside of his character. He wanted to be there to take care of her, to help her. You know, and to be, you know, what she needed. Um, Contrary to popular belief, and again, this is a little bit of supposition... But because Joseph was a craftsman, he was probably a master of his trade at that point in time. He wasn't poor. You know, they weren't dirt poor. He he, the, Rome was building. Um, oh, what's the city that's on the Tiberius? Uh, the Tiberius Plaza. What's the name? Is it Tiberius? Is that the name of the city? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rome was building Tiberius at the time. Um, it was called something else. They, they called it something else. But, you know, it wasn't a Jewish city. It was a Roman city. And they hired craftsmen from the area. And Nazareth isn't that very far, isn't that far from Tiberius. So Joseph probably, we don't know for sure, but most likely was working, building, you know, the city of Tiberias and, and had um, a good income. So he wasn't, you know, that's another reason why he probably said, yeah, well, I've got to go register. He didn't want to risk losing his, you know, financial stability. I mean, he still ended up leaving and going to Egypt for however many years, so <laughs> best laid plans of mice and men. But still, the his character was to be as upright as possible. And that's what formed and informed the character of Jesus. I mean, God formed and informed his character, but his earthly father informed his character. And that's why we see Jesus being the way he is. So, I don't know. Anyway, just think about it. Pray about it. See if, you know, we might have some thoughts or ideas. Yeah. Anybody else have any ideas or thoughts about it right now? No? Everybody? Okay. Lord, we thank you and praise you. I ask that you'd help us in all ways. Just help us to consider just how much you've done for us, Lord. I praise your holy name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Sunday Morning Podcast from Church Without Walls of Greer, South Carolina. If you have any questions or you need more information, please feel free to reach out to jonathan.wagner at intheupstate.net. If you'd like to subscribe, please do so on whatever channel you found this podcast. And reach out to me or anyone if you have questions about Christianity.